just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you're the person who should be doing it. And that can be a really hard shift for a lot of people. Welcome to Marketers Talking Marketing, the podcast where marketers get together to talk marketing. Today, we're joined with Naomi, and I think we're going to have a really good conversation ahead of us. Naomi, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Naomi. I've been in marketing for about, I don't know, five to seven years. I actually didn't realize I was doing marketing until three years ago. And then I was like, oh, this is marketing. This is copywriting. This is branding. Cool to know. So it was like stumbled on it accidentally. I have three little girls and they're super cute. And I I love doing branding, doing copywriting. I recently segued into mindset coaching. I have a group coaching program as well. And I just love sharing my newfound message with the world. And I just want to share and give it out and tell people about it. So I'm so happy to be here today. Awesome. I think a lot of people don't intentionally go into marketing. And then when you find yourself there, it can be quite a journey. And you've had an interesting journey over the last year. So why don't we just open with that? Why don't you tell us about your experience in marketing and what's led you into your coaching business now? Amazing. So it started like five years ago. I was working in-house at publication and I was doing all that digital marketing. So like email strategy, web strategy, content strategy, social media strategy, just like doing it all. And then eventually I saw a course and I was like, this looks interesting. I took the course and then I realized that everything I'd been doing in this company was copywriting, was branding and that I had like a natural, I had a natural uh, talent for like branding and stuff. So I got really into that, felt totally head over heels in love, wanted to set my own business, but was like very afraid to like leave my stable job and, you know, obviously I have a family to support. So slowly, slowly after like two years, um, so this was during Corona, actually, like I had a baby two weeks before Corona, like my kids were all home with me and I had this new baby and it was insane because, because you, you have a new baby and you also have two other children who like don't have school every day. So it was a really intense time, but I was taking the course at this time and just like solidifying everything I was learning and launching this business. And it just like, it took off really well, but I saw this other job when I came back from a leave, I went back to my job and I just like was not satisfied, didn't love it. Wasn't happy. Eventually like 2022, January, 2022, I just took this huge leap of faith and just quit. And everyone was like, don't quit. And I was like, I'm quitting. I have to quit. I people quit. will and- always say, people always tell you not to always. quit. Yes. They will always say not to quit. But I think when you're considering leaving a job, it's time to quit. Yes. You know? Oh my gosh. I read the book. Um, I read a book and it had like this line, like something like, you cannot live your life in a job you don't love. And I was like, that's it. I'm quitting. It was two in the morning. And I was like, I've made my decision. <laughs> I quit. I handed in my notice. That was like a year ago last month. And like that month I made like more money than I'd ever made in my entire life. And I was just like shocked. And obviously in the month after it was like a lower month, you know, after you go for like every month is like um, uh, fluctuating. And then I had like this amazing year of just like building my business completely solo. I was in coaching at the time. I was getting coached, growing and growing and growing. And like, I think the classic like newly entrepreneur situation where like you grow and it's amazing. And then you just like, face palm into the ground and it's like major burnout so I had that over the summer that I was like had these six incredibly successful months of just like hitting my crazy income goals and insane clients and amazing amazing things that should have been amazing and in the summer I was like I don't want to do this ever again and like had lost like all the joy that I had in like copywriting and branding and I I loved it and I was just like so not into it anymore yeah did you have an experience was it was it like Something um, happened with a client or with a deliverable, or did you just yeah. like kind of wake up one morning and you're like, oh man, this is not yeah. 
I'm doing well, but this isn't the way that I envisioned this going. It was like a perfect storm, Jess. It was like, my kids are home in the summer. So like key part, um, I had a client that was going really like badly, like a really huge, huge client that I was like trying my best to like client manage delicately, but there was so many people involved and overloaded my business with so much work. And my VA went on vacation and I was like, you go, don't take your laptop, enjoy. And I was like, totally on my own running everything. Um, like my, she was my project manager slash VA. So it was like all this perfect storm and it was just like totally overwhelming. And I told my husband, I was like, I just like can't do this anymore. But like I had to every day I had to get up and like work, 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 work. But also I just didn't want to. So then I decided to, to switch my business off for a month. I was like, I'm just closing everything up. I'm gonna take a month off. I'm gonna come back and like reevaluate and redecide how I wanna do this. Took a month off, came back, refreshed, ready. I was like, I need to do this differently. I need to like, I need to do this from a place of like softness and gentleness and like, like enjoyment and like love and happiness and like get the joy back in my business. I must do, I must like change things, change things up. So it was like this whole like inner journey of like, just like slowing down. Like my instinct is just to go fast, build, bring on more clients, bring on more employees, blah, 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 make it huge. 10 K 20, you know, like go crazy. And I really had to like stop and be like, no, no, no. I need slowness now. I need softness. I need gentleness. And that was in October and November, December, January, February. So I've been on this whole journey. And then I launched a program in last month. I launched just to let people know, like, and all my community saw me, they saw me going through this journey. They saw me going through this, like, you know, launching my business, everything's going great, shifting, repivoting. And I was like, I'm in a much better, calmer, happier place. And I want to show you everything I've learned because I've learned so much and like, I want to teach you. And then like, I got loads of signups, which was amazing. And we're in the course now, it's a beta course. So it's like very chill, like very low, low key, very flexible. And, and I'm so happy to be here. It's like the whole journey just is so clear before my eyes now, like all the like pieces that had to come into play. And now I'm like here and I'm like, wow, this is like such a beautiful journey. Even yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> I like to think that everything, cause it's true. Everything in life that we do really builds up to the moment we're in, even yes. the bad moments and the good moments. I lost my, I lost I launched my business in January and I was super nervous. In December, I told a handful of people and the response was so positive. And I was talking to a friend because I've also started staffing and it's hard work in terms of getting everything together and figuring out pricing and packaging and uh, the HR stuff and all that. But at the end of the day, I was like, man, this is, I feel so in my flow and this feels so good. Why didn't I do this a year ago? And he said, he's like, a year ago, you wouldn't have been ready for it. Yes. So when it all, it's almost like the universe is just putting everything together totally. and you're just sitting in that and kind of moving through the process and it just feels, yes. you know, frictionless. Are yes. you operating quite a bit differently than you did before? Do you find that like, has your, has your client base changed? Has your yeah, volume of work definitely. changed? Definitely. So like, I think what happened is that like, I just really defined for myself what clients I love working with and what kind of marketing I love to do. What kind like, I actually just shifted to a branding agency. I used to just do like, um, I used to do social media strategy for my clients and it was like a huge booming business and everyone needs it and everyone wants it. They're desperate for it. And it was like a huge demand. And I was like, wow, this could be such a prof profitable niche, but actually like I didn't enjoy it at all. Mm -hmm. So, so I made the decision to be like, I'm saying no to these clients, even though everyone was like asking me and I like made a very like firm decision. Like I'm not taking on any more of these kind of clients. Like I'm only going to move here. And I just started like, I'm very, act I was very active, active on LinkedIn up until a couple months ago. And I was just talking about branding and naming and, and brand strategy and all the things that I was like so passionate about. And like slowly just also put my focus to branding and like eventually like the clients shifted and I do a lot more branding projects now, like a full brand messaging, naming, identity, 
so that like that's just what I enjoy and love and then I also do the copywriting for the branding clients that I have like make them websites make them emails make them ads whatever it is they need and I just I feel much happier doing what I'm doing now because I'm like in my zone yeah. you know it's a really easy trap to fall into doing something that you're good at that you get paid well for doing but you don't like just because you're good at something and this goes not just if you're starting your own business even in your day-to-day job just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you're the person who should be doing it and that can be percent. a really hard shift for a lot of people. And it's so excruciating to make the decision because you see the money and you're like, wow, this is great money. Yeah. But you have to like make, say no to say yes to what you actually really want. Yeah. And be clear about what you really want. Yeah. You cannot pay me enough to do social media for anyone. And I spent the first 12, 13 years of my career either doing social media or running paid social campaigns. I still yeah. run paid social, mm-hmm. but you could not pay me. Even for this podcast, I really struggled with sitting down to write LinkedIn posts for. And I said, Hey, I have to get this off my plate because even though it's a minor task, it doesn't take a lot of time. And it's something I am good at. Mm-hmm. It is just emotionally so draining because yeah. I'm so burnt out from it. <laughs> I call it like taking up too much hot space. Like I, yeah. I have clients that I coach and I tell them like, this is expensive money. You're getting paid, but it's expensive money to be paid. It's like draining you. Dra- it's like the wrong money. Yeah, because it does. It consumes that energy. Do you find often that your clients are able to easily recognize what those things are or are they pretty resistant to giving up since it is something that maybe they're making money off of? You mean my coaching clients? Yeah. They're not. Yeah. No, it's really like we have to work together. Like they have to. The first thing I do with all my clients is that we always start with like a very clear vision of what they want. And it's often quite different to what they're actually doing right now. It's like, well, this is my huge vision, but I'm really busy with things that are totally not in that direction. And it's like a big aha moment. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like let's yeah. realign a bit here. Yeah. No. Cause if you keep doing those things that if you're do if you're spending your time on things that maybe bring you money, but don't push you towards that end goal, you're never right. going to make space for the things that push you towards your end goal. And also what my clients and I discuss is like, what kind of action are you taking? Like, are you taking low impact action in your business or high impact action in your business? Like a lot of people feeling really busy, doing busy things like checking emails and maybe planning for LinkedIn or maybe this or that. And maybe like, you know, scouting out jobs and it's busy work and they feel productive, but has it actually impacted their business in a big way? No. So every week we have like three stretchy actions that they must take. We like put down three bold action steps that they must take. And they actually notice once they do them and they just get over this like mental block, their business like really stretches because they're taking action they wouldn't otherwise take. They would just sit comfy and yummy in their little chair and just like staying on their email inbox. And they have to, they have to move. They have to take action and, and stretch and get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. No, fall. That's another huge trap falling into I'm busy and doing activity. And so that should translate to growth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's because so we don't want to do anything scary. We just want to stay safe and, and cozy and not do anything of, like fear of failure, fear of rejection. Like, let me just not do something that's yeah. going to make me look awful. Which is, it's kind of funny though, because it's people who have started their own business. But then they're also, which is a scary, terrifying, very bold move to make. Mm-hmm. But then it's it's almost like taking the leap, but then not not pushing all the way through with it. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's such a key thing. And it is so bold and it's so big to start your own business. And action can look different at the different stages of your business. Like at the beginning, you do need to do those stretchy things. And then towards the middle, the action isn't necessarily like huge and bold and risky. It's more like thoughtful and measured and slow, but really it's like impactful in the long term. So you really always have to be evaluating like every stage of your business, like what actions do I need to take now? And what am I not taking? Where am I not taking action? I need to, 
um, because I'm afraid of failure and fear. And just like meet that with compassion and be like, okay, that's really normal. That's really human. Just accept that. And then be like, now where can I take action? Or where am I not taking action? And what kind of action do I need to take? Is it big and bold and stretchy or is it soft and aligned and like taking care of myself so I can put more back in my business? Yeah. So you talk about the the taking these actions with compassion and where my brain goes with that is similar to when people go to the gym to work out. Some mm-hmm. people go because they hate themselves and they want to change their body. And some people yeah. go because they're like, I love my body and this is what I need for my body to keep moving yeah, and be right. healthy. And you mentioned stretching. Is it, is it sort of that? Cause I'm trying, I'm trying to think about being empathetic to myself in my business. And I think it's less for me, I, I get there less quickly in my head <laughs> than thinking yeah. about fitness. So yeah. what is that? What does that look like? What does that look like for, for such a great question? Wow. It's like, we could really get into this, but I'm going to keep it like, kind of like light and shallow hit, not shallow, but like, you know, service High level. level. Yeah. 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 So, um, so meeting yourself with compassion and taking action can feel really slow and it can feel counterintuitive. You're like, what do you mean? Like I should go faster. Like I should push myself. I should push myself. I should, I should just do this. Just get over myself. Right. So it feels like that is a faster route, but it's not a fast route. And I can say this from personal experience because it just drives you into the ground with burnout. Like it just drives you into the ground. And then what happens? You've lost all the joy in your business. You're stuck. You are just so like, um, mired that you cannot see possibilities or opportunities. And it's just like this big black hole and it's awful. And I've been there several times in my business even though I was seeing exponential growth, it was just like, I was not happy. So what is like this compassionate growth, this compassionate action? It's first of all, starts with just accepting your situation now. Like, okay, this is where I am now. This is okay. This is what it is. And that's fine. That's step one. But like really accepting it, not even trying to change it. Just being like, this is what it is. Like looking in the mirror and being like, this is what it is. Turning inwards to yourself and like just talking in your, (laughs) like talking in your head. But I'm just saying like, okay, like I recognize that all these thoughts that are coming up right now are thoughts that are here to protect me, are pieces of myself that are so, so, so scared that I'm going to fail or or hurt myself or, or not be safe in some way that they're coming and rushing up to protect me and like turning inwards and just thanking and being grateful for those parts of us that are trying to protect us because really they're just working so hard on our behalf. So just like meeting them with so much gratitude and saying, wow, thank you so much for, for supporting me. And like, I really appreciate you. That's step two. And then step three is saying like, I want something more for myself. Like, I know I want something more for myself. What do I want? Getting really, really clear on what I want, what my heart says I want, not what my brain and all the external voices and all the media and everything just just like comes and like slams me in the face, tells me that I want. What do I really want? And getting really in touch with that. I think that's probably the hardest part. Yeah, because no no one's ever asked themselves, what do I really want? Have you, like, if you ask someone, what do you want? They'd be like, I don't know, like Starbucks. What do you really, really, (laughs) really want? What do you really want? And nobody knows the answer because no one's ever asked themselves this because it's not, what do I want? It's like, what should I do? But what should I do? But what should I do? Should, 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 must, 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 have to, have to. So this is like the whole new approach that I've taken to like my business that what would I love to do today is like what guides and inspires my business. And it sounds so weird because people are like, but that's not the way you should grow a business. But it's so inspired that the action feels like almost effortless. And when I say effortless, I don't mean like I'm, I'm showing up, I'm taking risks, I'm, you know, snatching opportunities, I'm seeing different things and I'm going for them. But at the same time, it's very light because I'm inspired and I want to do this. It's not like I have to post on LinkedIn. It's like, no, I want to share with the world today. I'm going to share. It's not like I have to have an email list. It's like, what do you mean? No, I have a community that I want to give to and share with. I would love to meet with them. I would love to interact with them. And it's like a whole different approach to business. And it's so much lighter and it's like so much more fun. Like it's not like a whole have to, should, must, okay, now what, next, to-do list, quarterly goals, none of that. Obviously there's a place and time for that, but it's so much lighter, more loving, more easy and fun and growthful way to grow your business. It, it works. 
and I know because I've, I've done this journey like I've since last year like I did the whole thing like it was accelerated like I think I did three years in one year like my whole <laughs> entrepreneur journey yeah it's definitely, I think in, in today's day and age too, Gary Vaynerchuk is my go-to example for people who, and I think Gary Vaynerchuk would say, not everyone should start their company. Not everyone is really, entrepreneurship isn't for everyone, but there's things you can do to just follow your passion and be happy with it. But a lot of people look at that and they look at these you know, young 20-something founders who are starting companies and the Forbes like 30 under 30 list, they think, oh my God, like I have to do this immediately. Yeah. I have to build this immediately. I have yeah. to hit these goals. And they they end up in this kind of grind with it where right. for some people too, starting your own company isn't the right move. <laughs> like, right. But notice the language. You don't have to do it. The, the language you use was, I have to do this. I have to do yeah. that. Do you, see, do you feel how, how like heavy that is? Like, I have to. And like when we shift that to, I would love to, do you, do you like feel the lightness yeah. now? Like I would love to. I would love to pursue my hobby and like have a pet farm. I would love to take up knitting. I would love to bake croissants and sell them on a side street. Like what would I love to do? And it's like getting literally like exiting the rat race, exiting the hustle, exiting and saying like, okay, thank you very much. And like sitting with yourself for like an hour or two hours or a week until you come up with an answer that inspires yeah. you, excites you and having the courage to dream really big, letting money and, and how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen, just just put them to the side and say, that will be, we'll take care of that soon. But right now, what would I love with no limits? And no one ever does that because they get stuck in, well, how's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? What's going to, you know, how am I yeah. going to get there? If you knew how to get there, you would be there. That's why it's, it's not a bit, it's not a goal. It's a vision. It's like, what do I want? What would I love? Yeah, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like part of it is also like sitting in the process yeah. of, going towards that goal versus getting to the goal itself oh my gosh you hit on such an important point Jess that is actually like a key thing taking the journey for the sake of the journey not for the end result P picking up your worth and saying I'm worthy now in this moment even if I never hit my goal because then the journey isn't about getting to a place where I'm now happy I'm now worthy I'm now okay everything's fine now it's totally not that it's the journey of being okay right now, being happy right now, being worthy right now so that I can enjoy and embrace and love the journey and enjoy it so much more. And when I get there, it'll be like, okay, great. And what's next? Not like, okay, like now, like my identity is totally like shifted and who am I? You know what I mean? It's like, it's a journey from the inside out as opposed to the outside in. And it's like something that so many marketers are just not in tune with because the whole marketing world is very like outside messages. You need this, you need to buy this, you need to get this. And that's why this new way is just people are like just not used to it and it's fine it's normal it's it's new it's different um but it, it feels so much better and and it works as well you you hit on a very important thing that you mentioned that i think people overlook and you said when you get there okay what's next ultimately your end goals don't really matter because once you get there you're there you're on to the next thing but when you think about the journey and the experience on your way to that goal like that is what is going to really i think drive and fuel a passion-filled practice versus mm. just going for that end goal because that goal is fleeting like totally. that goal is just a thing and totally. it, it might not even exist in 10 years with it totally. i i read a lot of if i had to identify if i had to self-identify under any philosophy it would probably be stoicism but i <laughs> think like the pitbull baseline of stoicism like mr worldwide where every day is a good day to be alive. And I tend to baseline on being very happy with it, but stoic in the sense of like, I love marketing. I love making good marketing programs. And it's the work that drives me versus being a like six figure agency owner or mm -hmm. becoming mm -hmm. a millionaire or, you know, some, 
some yeah. fleeting kind of goal with it. It's yeah. I love marketing. I love the work that I do. And if I could spend every day just building campaigns for people, that that makes me happy. And I want the people I love to be able to do the work that they love. Like that's Beautiful. what drove me to start my company. Beautiful. Is I love that. Just to create a space to do good work. Like that's Amazing. that's what it is for me. And I do have goals. Uh, because I'm, I'm that type of person, but <laughs> what drives me is, is, you know, the experience within it, but it's, it took me years to get to that point. It took me years and near death experiences wow. and rereading Ryan holiday's books like 20 times <laughs> to really, I think, internalize it and get to that point. And for me, it was also like a life changing experience compared to who I was in my like early twenties where it was very much like, how do I get verified? <laughs> how do I get, how do I get X, Y, and Z? How do I get more speaking engagements? Right. Because I want to do more speaking engagements. How do I get more press? Because I want to see my name in press. Cause then I can say mm -hmm. I've done it. And then I can get a Wikipedia page. And it's like mm -hmm. all these things you're just kind of chasing. Cause there are these markers of success versus just sitting in it and doing the work that makes you successful. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. That's such a nice way to put it. If you're in your young twenties, take this to heart. <laughs> yeah. And if you're in your young twenties, just, just invite yourself now to, to exit this, like have to, must, should to, you know, insanely stressful, like path and check in and be like, well, what do I really, really want to do? Let an answer rise up, honor it. And then just gently and lovingly and playfully explore how you can get there without worrying about money because the money will come. The mo Trusting the money will come, trusting in abundance, trusting that things will flow to you. Opportunity will flow to you. And then watch your entire twenties change and become like a whole new experience rather than this like, you know, like you were saying, goal mark, post, you know, hit the goal, hit the goal, hit the goal. When does the goal end? It never ends. It's constantly shifting. So if you can't be happy and peaceful and serene in this moment right now, like what's going to happen when you hit that? What then? You're not going to be happy then. You haven't built that happiness inside. So, so like take a moment and just like take stock. I wish someone would have told me that like five years ago as well. If you, if someone told you that five years ago, would you have been in a spot where you could internalize it? No, no, I could not because I had like a lot of personal healing to do a lot. So for yeah. me, like I, I, five years ago, I wanted so badly to be like huge and successful. And ironically, like when I like took a step back and like didn't need to do that, that's when things really flourished for me. Like when I was like, I'm removing myself from controlling the situation. I'm removing myself from needing this to be worthy. And I'm just going to like allow what happens to happen and be very soft and gentle about my whole business. And that's when like big, huge things in my business started to happen. I'm like, big shifts, transformational ones, like started to kick in, which was amazing. I had an executive coach who a while ago called me out for being a workaholic, which I a hundred percent at the time was, and I would say I still am. I'm, I'm recovering and learning a better life mm -hmm. balance with it. Um, but I feel like he, he told me things like this many times and I would hear it, but I was never able to really internalize it until I was in a spot where I could. And yeah. then I was like, oh my God, like, and it's almost like when you look back and all the dominoes kind of fall together, Definitely. it's like, yeah. wow, this now, all this stuff that I've been hearing, I, I do powerlifting. And so a lot of what I do, I think goes back to, goes back to lifting and being in the gym. And it's similar when you're getting coached and oftentimes your coach will just say things and they'll say 20 things and one of them will stick. But eventually yeah. all those little things will start sticking because you get to a spot where you can bring it all in too. Yeah. So it makes me think on that. Uh, something that I've, I feel like is a, a change in the workforce in general is I remember when the book, the four day work week came out, Tim Ferriss back in 
like the early 2000s. And it was such a revolutionary, uh, I don't say revolutionary. It was such a foreign concept for a lot of people. And even three years ago, I was at a role where someone asked about a four-day work week and it was just scoffed at the idea. But now I'm seeing people who are saying, hey, I don't want to work 40-hour weeks. I have an employee. I have an employee right now, actually, who as we work towards her becoming eventually full-time, knock on wood, full-time is 30 hours a week. I will never have 40-hour week employees. Never. It's too much. You need time for other you. things. Uh, and I feel like there's more, yeah, there's more companies moving towards because people are saying, I'm not willing to sacrifice my emotional mental health to oh give God. you 40 hours a week, but I'll give you 20 hours a week and there'll be great hours and I'm going to do great work, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to, I'm not willing. You can't pay me enough to give you, to give you that. I have so many thoughts on that. And, and the first thought is just that, um, when you say 30 hours a week or 40 hours a week, it's not 40 hours a week of focus work. Like me sitting at my computer working three hours a day focus is like the equivalent of three days in the office where you like sit with this one and chat with that one and oh, like daydream and like check your social media, like two different worlds. And um, about like just in general, like smaller work days, like the reason I quit my job was because I was just like, I'm giving my life to somebody that's not even me. Like I'm giving my lifeblood, I'm pouring my heart and my soul into work that is like, who for? It's like not even for myself. Like I, I could literally see my like weeks and days were like invested in something outside of myself. I was like, why am I doing this? Like what for? Like it just like woke up and it was like, what am I doing? Like, you know, and it was just like for a minute there, like you just lose your priorities and you just have to check back in and like be like, okay, like let's reshift. Let's reshift. Let's get back. Let's get back in alignment. Let's get back to a place where like I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with the time I've got for me and for my business or for my employer, whatever it is. Yeah, definitely a game changer. Well, thank you so much, Naomi, for joining us today. We will have in the description links to everything. So if you want to learn more, uh, if you found yourself on a similar journey, please let us know. Drop a comment in the comments if you are watching this on YouTube or you know, hit us up on LinkedIn and other places. And thank you so much, Naomi, again for joining and sharing your story. My pleasure, Jess. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me.